Espen Abrahamsen, my brother, comedian, fucking good friend, legend. Thank you for being the second ever guest on the Inia Gems podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Dude, um, you were supposed to be a guest that came on a couple of days ago. Yeah. But you have a little bit of a funny story as to why you didn't turn up. Can you tell me a little bit about what happened? Yeah. Because I am one of the guys under 30 who got the Pfizer first and Moderna second. Yeah. And I just read in uh, the media that if you get that, you're probably going to die. Like <laughs> you're going to get a heart inflammation and your heart's going to stop and you got to leave this planet. So I got really, really sick first, like uh, two days after the vaccine. Yeah. Like I thought I was going to die. Like, uh, So you were really sick. Yeah. yeah what yeah. kind of symptoms did you have? I have like uh, staggering fever. Oh my God. Yeah. And like shaking. I couldn't stop shaking. Yeah. So I went to bed. I put like uh, two uh, like two blankets over me. Yeah. Uh, and then I woke up. I was so sweaty. Like it felt like I was in a pool. Oh my God. So, Dude, just talk like right into it. Yeah. And, right then, into it. and and then I kind of kicked it. Yeah. And then I got sick, sick again. Uh, like a couple of days later. Uh, so then I was like... Uh, I was like thinking that was something problem with my heart. You yeah. know, when you like, I feel something, mm -hmm. you know? Mm. So I woke up like uh, 4 a.m. Yeah. And I felt like dog shit, like so so bad. <laughs> okay. And I felt like uh, I hurt, my shoulders hurting and down the arms. I was like, oh, here's a heart attack coming. Yeah. So I got my girlfriend to drive me to the... Uh, what the fuck you call it? Uh, like the emergency yeah, room. Yeah, emergency room. Yeah. And I was like, uh, almost like begging, take me to the hospital. Take me to the hospital. Oh my God. <laughs> I, oh my God. I, I gonna, so, and I, I got to Rick's hospital. Mm -hmm. And uh, they was like, basically so annoyed that I was there because I, I, I don't think they took it serious because uh, they probably understood that I was like, just worried yeah so they did a checkup of like uh everything and a blood test yeah and at the end of the day they basically told me that i'm a pussy and yeah that official I diagnosis yeah. pussy. pussy and i wasted their time and like uh, taxpayer money went to waste because of me is that what they said no they didn't say that. those motherfuckers that's the vibe i got you know when people like yeah like they're almost shaking their head like uh, yeah uh, get the fuck out of here dude i had uh i knew i knew a girl that worked at the emergency room and she had that exact same attitude whenever people came in yeah and she would say so why and she just didn't take what they said seriously <laughs> okay. she was like so why are you in the emergency room today yeah uh, and she said that a lot of people were just hypochondriacs yeah, or they would like be you. like, I think I've got cancer yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. But I think that there are two kind of ways that you could look at this, yeah. right? There's the way that you can say, okay, I'm going to take this seriously yeah. and I'm going to do the smart thing. And I pay a fucking shit ton of tax yeah, yeah, yeah. and all my money goes to fucking funding this public healthcare system. <laughs> yeah. And if I'm going to have a fucking heart attack, I want to make sure that I'm not one of those guys that it's like... If only he caught it sooner. Yeah, I know. Like, so. Like he was on a jog by himself in the woods and he just fell over and died. 
I don't want to be that guy. No, you don't want to be that guy, man. Uh, and like, yeah, hypochondriacs. I think I have like after Google search, I at least had cancer five times. Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe uh, and a couple of heart attacks. Yeah, for sure. But the thing is that like you're not wrong about uh, the side effects of the vaccine leading to like uh, heart problems in yeah, young yeah, men. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a real thing. Yeah, I, I read it. It was on uh, Vague or something that it said like. Men under 30 check if you get uh, Pfizer first and Moderna second. Mm. Uh, I a lot of people, and it was a picture of like this crippled guy laying, laying in bed, like, uh, yeah, they, they got me. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think uh, I know the guy you're talking about. And really? I think, I think so, because maybe I read the same article. Yeah. And he said, but I would still take the vaccine again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't move and my heart is destroyed. Yeah. But I would do it again. Yeah, fuck you. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you, yeah. man? How much are they paying you to say that? Yeah, they got to amputate both my legs, but I would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it again. What kind of pressure do you think somebody is under to think that uh, taking it again? A gun on the yeah, side. Outside of the shot of the camera, yeah. there's like a dude like holding his mom with a fucking <laughs> gun to her head. Like, Say uh, you would take, yeah, <laughs> like he's reading off a note yeah, like that. Al Qaeda stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But did I like? I remember the first time I thought I had cancer. Mm. It was like uh, probably ten years ago because uh, uh, I went to the toilet and I, like I shit blood. Oh damn! And I was like, oh my god! And then uh, you start searching a ghoul mm -hmm. and like, okay, so basically I have 15 minutes left to live. Yeah, uh, clock's ticking. And then I called my <laughs> called my mother. I'm like, <laughs> Uh, mom, mom, I think it's something wrong. Uh, I'm bleeding out of my asshole. Oh my god! <laughs> and then I went to the doctor, and it was like, like, sorry, pal, you don't care, or good pal, you don't have cancer, just got hemorrhoids. Nah. Yeah. Oh shit. All right. Well, it's better than getting asshole cancer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Shit's that's it. probably the worst cancer, asshole isn't cancer. it? Yeah. Asshole cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know how, what they do. Maybe they got to cut your asshole out. I think that's a medical term, also, asshole cancer. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> but I think I don't know whether this is true. It's probably not. It's just a stupid fucking dumb theory. Definitely not true, actually. Bro science. Total bro science. <laughs> yeah. But do you think that if you're like somebody who is an asshole? Yeah. Like that, like it manifests that does it. Like if you're, you know, if karma is a real thing, yeah. if you just like one of these dudes that just shits on people, cuts people off in traffic, fuck you, you know, like one of these <laughs> cunty people, yeah, that like karma goes, you know what? Let's be some, let's let's get poetic. Yeah. You're an asshole. Your judgment, asshole cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's uh, that's the same thing, you know? Um, uh, was this atheist? It was like going around uh, talking shit about God. Yeah. And like, yeah, he doesn't exist, blah, blah, blah. And he got throat cancer. Oh, yeah, yeah right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he's spreading some negative message. Yeah, and God was like, I don't have that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah? yeah. yeah so. You want to fuck with the big man? <laughs> yeah. I will silence you. Yeah. Is it the same with Stephen Hawking. Like, uh, Andrew Schultz has this bit like, because uh, he's an atheist. Mm. And like, I don't want to trust you when it comes to the creator like Stephen Hawking, he's, he's not basically created like the perfect way, if you could say that. Yeah, so like, definitely uh, not. Yeah, so I wouldn't trust him with the when it comes to the creator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good angle. Yeah, dude, I had this, I had this uh, Stephen Hawking's bit 
uh, because uh, you know when Stephen Hawking's first of all big Stephen Hawking's fan like what a fucking oh, yeah for sure for mm. sure like what he's done for science and I'm just a fan of somebody that have so much adversity in their life yeah. and then still rise to the top of like a you can't fucking walk you can't talk but you mm. can just lie there thinking yeah. and you can like think about like how the world is like terrible and all that sort of but, shit or you could try to figure out the universe but I don't think it's that impressive no no because he has all the time in the world to teach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. you want to impress me yeah. take three steps motherfucker <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> he, he just lies there he can take all day we yeah. gotta do shit yeah if exactly I, if i could just lie there take all day i can figure out some shit <laughs> yeah yeah well you know the thing about stephen hawking's as well maybe you know this is that he was like a big swinger yeah, I heard. Right. A, a, a pussy connoisseur. Uh, pussy connoisseur. Yeah. And there's photos of him just with like, you know, chicks just sitting on his lap and he would visit cat houses and swinger parties and shit like that. <laughs> really? Yeah. But, yeah. W- uh, what a legend. I probably sound like a moron now, but what's like the big thing he's done for science? I think he's proven the black hole. The black hole? I think so. I think he I think he worked on like ass the, cancer. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> that's it. He proved ass cancer. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, okay, the, the black hole. Yeah, I think so. I think he, mm. I think he was one of the scientists that uh, discovered and m- created like mathematical uh, equations that detected the size and the location and the existence of black holes. For me, like, where do you start when you're gonna find something like that out? I know, especially if you can't even look through a telescope. <laughs> like, just describe it to me. Yeah. It's black. <laughs> How big is it? huge yeah yeah uh, no okay so so you're a stephen hawking fan and he's like okay yeah well yeah i am i think yeah. so i think so i'm i don't like i've seen s- the movie yeah is it good yeah it's good yeah you, you might cry a little bit oh really i think so yeah, yeah. you're kind of guy that cries in movies yeah sometimes yeah ice age too oh my god yeah, yeah no, for sure the first one when um diego just just go ahead without me yeah. Then I start crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. I actually, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I like getting emotional in movies. Yeah, I do. And yeah, some yeah. of the Disney cartoons and shit like that, like you really feel it. I can't imagine you crying, dude. <laughs> I'll tell you something, bro. I went to a movie a week and a half ago, and I cried like a little bitch. I like I was the last person in the cinema with my hood over my face, just weeping. Weeping! Was it that, uh, the comedian movie? No. No, okay. No. You, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that. Okay. Yeah. What was it? It was James Bond. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> no, no. Yeah! You cried? I cried. No. Yes. Well, Have you seen it? Yeah. Did it you just ball or weep? No. Oh my god! But, you you but don't I, have a soul. No, What's I, wrong with you? I saw it with two friends, like it was a, two bros, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, how about this? I saw it with two friends and my girlfriend. Yeah, but th- at least you have a girlfriend. Like you can show some emotion. Yeah. Like look at me. I'm a sensitive guy. She, yeah. she, she, she didn't respect it. No, she didn't. <laughs> no, like, That's she, gay. Yeah, she goes, Dude, what's wrong? Who is this faggot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah she didn't respect it I, this is something funny that happened at the at that cinema mm-hmm. so i was a little bit barbecued right yeah. very barbecued yeah. went into the movie imax we just walked straight in sat down in the wheelchair seats vip like just oh, really? the best seats that you can get luxury seat warmings leaning back 
and uh, started watching the movie. I'm sitting next to my girlfriend, and I was just like, you know what? I just want to. I love this movie. I just want to make out. Like, I'm, this is a perfect time you to make, make out. out? But yeah, with my girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like James Bond is like fingering this chick, and yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting a little bit turned on. Yeah. I'm gonna make out with my girlfriend. So I start making out with Tuna. Just fucking like, just well, it looks like we're sharing during a kebab. Yeah, totally during the yeah, movie, yeah. right? And then I like throughout the whole movie, I'm getting like really lovey-dovey because it's kind of emotional and, you know, James yeah. Bond. And, and so like I'm starting like just grabbing her like on the legs, scratching her thighs. You know what I mean? Like I'm, it's, it's getting like kind of a little bit too much to do in a, in a cinema. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, right, and I th this kind of continued throughout the whole movie. Just a lot of a lot of making out, bro. A lot of titty grabbing, stuff like that. Yeah. And, and then at the end of the movie... I looked and the person sitting next to Tuna was my daughter's best friend's parents. And they're all these people that I have to like, I have to have like, I got to talk to them about like picking the kids up from the no training way. and hi, can you oh. hint the, yeah. So it was like, oh my I, I know, oh. I know. But and I, they, yeah. To be honest, if, if I was in a cinema with you and Tuna mm. and you guys started making out and you grabbed her tit, I would be so uncomfortable, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But what, what, what about that makes you uncomfortable? No, I, I don't know. I like, I, <laughs> I, like, I, I, I like, I, I don't, I don't kiss or make out in public. I, really? No, 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 no. What about? Fuck, do no. you, do you ever get jerked off in the club? No, 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 no. no, no Finger no. in the limo? No, no. Like maybe if we are um, outside the country. We can walk uh, hands, go hand in hand, and give a kiss, maybe. Yeah. But if I'm in Oslo, no fuck, I, I, I don't stop to make out outside the uh, Akersharva. Wow, no, no, shit. No, that's, uh, so you just you're like um, not a fan of public displays of affection. I don't know is it that, but I, I always when I see people like aggressively make out, mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Yeah, dude. like, like uh, That's me. yeah, yeah. But then, then I was like, get a room, or uh -huh. I think it's so fucking corny. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, do, do you ever like? Because sometimes I just feel like, you know what? I just want to fucking grab this bitch like by the back of the hair, just fucking pull her head back, lean in like a vampire, just fucking take that. Yeah, one. especially when I'm at Stortorve. Mm. No, I'm you don't not, get it. No, no. What? No shit. Yeah, I don't, you know, like, first of all, it's probably a cultural thing. Yeah. In Australia, people are making out on the streets all the time. Yeah. And you're, if you're in the club, it's like, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, I've been drunk uh, right? making out in the club. You make yeah. out with yeah. some yeah. fucking yeah. hotties in the club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in the cinema, it's pretty dark. Yeah, that, yeah. And it's James Bond. Yeah. And he's going to fuck some hot bitches oh, and yeah. save the world. Yeah. What's more romantic than that? That's pretty turn on, right? Yeah, 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 Dude, yeah. I'm fucking bought up, son. Because I remember, like, you know, when you're like in seventh grade, like uh, middle school, mm. I remember it was such a big deal when you brought a girl to the cinema. Yeah, and you got to put your hand under her tie. Yeah, right. I was like, oh my god, I'm the man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you, you took it to the next level. Well, I was, I was like, kind of always very nervous about taking things step by step yeah. so i used to you know like I, I dated a couple of girls you know like 13 14 and when i just held their hand i couldn't believe i was holding a girl's hand no, no, no. and my hands were so sweaty and yeah. i couldn't believe that she would like let me hold her hand yeah, yeah. and that this was happening no so i was always like oh my god she gonna let me kiss her yeah oh my god is she gonna you know what i mean i just i couldn't 
it was like almost like a miracle of life yeah f- for me too like especially uh in like uh in middle school mm. no girls like uh couldn't buy one basically if you know what i mean yeah and then i got to high school mm. and then like because uh, i hit puberty pretty late yeah i like guess i'm still not finished i'm 28 yeah. years old basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah yeah uh, so so I like I've seen pictures of myself like uh, from middle school, mm. and I wouldn't touch myself with gloves. Basically, I was because because I don't know. I like I had like this crisis where I wanted to be like I t- thought rappers were so cool, mm-hmm. but uh, at the same time boy band was cool. Mm. So I had like uh, I had like uh, G Unit clothes, yeah, and I had like uh, blonde hair, yeah, and uh, air like uh, blinks, yeah, in the, in the ears, shit. So I looked like an asshole. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, I gotta get my shit together. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that is a common story for so many people in adolescence. Like it's called awkward adolescence for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like trying to figure out who you are, and depending on where you live, society is divided into these weird groups. Yeah, like in our school, it was divided by musical genre. Oh yeah, 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 right. Yeah. So it was like, are you into hip hop? Yeah. Yes. Are you into goth? Yes. Are you into uh, dance music those were the people you hung out with yeah you know what i mean yeah, and yeah. if you're like oh i like fucking boy bands yeah. and g-unit yeah, yeah, where yeah. do i fit in yeah you're the bridge between the groups because if i didn't have sport yeah sports because I, I was pretty good at uh, soccer and hockey mm. if I, I didn't have that i for sure would bully, like get bullied yeah 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 because People are just gonna f- make fun of the way you look. Yeah, because I was uh, like, especially like, uh, pr- like uh, from first to seventh grade. Yeah, <clears throat> I was like pretty fat kid too. Mm. Yeah, and but I was really good at soccer, mm. and that's so much value when you're in school. Yeah, you're good at sports. Were you the goalie? You just blocked the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> Espen saving every, every goal. Time. Oh my god! Sign him up. <laughs> he's a fucking wall. And then like you start losing weight. The yeah. coach is like, no, 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 no. Uh, just here, eat some more hot yeah. dogs. No, I, I wasn't a goalie, but I was like pretty good at soccer. Like, if you can be good at soccer in like first to seventh grade, yeah, you can. Yeah, but so that saved me, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're good at soccer, mm. you're cool. Yeah, th- that's it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you're the man. You're the man. Yeah. Mm. But like for you, like, uh, what would you say is the big biggest difference for like when you date? We didn't came to Norway, mm. start dating here compared to Australia. And I, I think we've talked about it a little bit yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. I think the difference here is that girls are more. Oh, snort. <laughs> <laughs> girls are just total sluts. And in Australia, they're good girls. Yeah. No, the difference I think is that girls are more sexually liberated here yeah. and they don't give a fuck about relationships as much as they do in Australia. Yeah. I feel like in Australia, it's more like. At least when I was there, it was more like, okay, if you meet a girl in the club, you're going to make out with her, you're going to get a number, and then you're going to meet her up again, maybe yeah. in the club or for drinks or whatever, and then you're going to meet her up again, for and the- then maybe you'll have sex. Yeah. You know Take what I mean? Take her to dinner. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that. But I feel like here, there's a lot of girls that are just like, you know what? I got the babysitter. I'm in the club. I'm going to just try to get some dick tonight. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, look, and I've had situations with girls where I've had one night stands with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, they've told me that their goal was to just to meet somebody to fuck that night. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's a beautiful sentence, though. Like, I'm in the club, I have a babysitter. I'm just doing some <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so many single moms yeah. in Oslo as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that reason that yeah. they are sexually liberated. Because they have guys like you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm just fucking the gene pull up. Yeah. But they're so, this is, I think that like, Norway has a high degree of equality. Yeah. Right? So women can succeed in life financially and socially without having a man to depend on. Yeah. They can sort it out for themselves. Yeah. You know? So if they kind of like get into a relationship with some guy, they're not going to stick in a bad relationship forever no. because they don't need to. No, but no. if you go, if you're in one of these countries, and I'm not saying Australia is like this, but if you're one of these kind of developing countries where the only way you can make it is by working together in a team with another guy. Yeah. So you don't have that in Norway mm. at all. The other guy is the state. And then you can just fucking, you can hoe it up. You yeah, know, you can yeah. like get a kid and the uh, kindergarten is all paid for. Didn't work out with this guy. Fuck that guy. Mm. Mommy gonna get the club. Mommy gonna hit some dick. Yeah. Babysitter staying over. I got until 7 a.m. to fucking ride dick until the sun comes up. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's like here. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I think so. And I heard like this saying, like uh, when uh, foreigners uh, come to Norway, like uh, Norwegian girls are, uh, what was the saying? Uh, <laughs> easy to get, but uh, easy to get at night, but hard to get rid of in the morning or something like that. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't yeah. Know. I never experienced that. No. no. Nah. I'm the one that's hard to get rid of. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, you do, you wanna, do you want to cuddle? Make Can I make you some omelette? <laughs> yeah, and she's yeah. like, listen, get out of here, my, you know, so. But I, um, I, I think Norway has like I think Norway I think Oslo is the one night stand ca- capital of the world. Yeah, probably or Bergen or Trondheim, like your student cities. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know I think that that you know it is what it is, yeah. and it's uh, you know like I I couldn't believe it like when I came to Oslo. Oh really? To be to be honest, yeah. like it was like girls were very sexually not aggressive, but like there was like a. I'll tell you this. I was in I was in I was in the club one night, right? Yeah. This is like 2008. I just kind of got to Norway. Yeah. Young and near James, pretty shredded, sexy, <laughs> low body fat, yeah, yeah. like stunning jawline. For everybody out there, he always starts his stories with, <laughs> "I was pretty shredded," you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm 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 in the club at this. Uh, I'm in the I'm, I'm in the club, right? And I'm just kind of like dancing through the crowd. And then, like, I make eye contact with this girl. Beautiful girl, right? Long brown hair, like, just fantastic. Gorgeous, big round eyes. And then, like, I start kind of, like, uh, you know, like, grooving towards it. We have eye contact. And then I, uh, I walk up to her. And the first thing that she does, before I've said anything or done anything, she puts her hands on my arms and feels my biceps. Like just checks out my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she grabs my arms, goes like that, my shoulders, squeeze my lats, and started like touching to feel how my body felt. And then she was, oh, okay, you know, she was like, I- I'm happy here. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Really? Yeah, yeah. That that was what she did. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I was like, fuck, she doesn't give a fuck about who I am. <laughs> She, she's just feeling my guns. Uh, you want to tell her about your hobbies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she didn't give a 
fuck. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. It probably helps too, though, like um, when you're like from Australia, like. She, she, yeah, but she, it does. It definitely does. Yeah. Definitely 100%. But she didn't even know I was from Australia. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Unless my bicep had like a fucking, you know, implant. Kangaroo. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> like a, some koalas. He goes, oh, that's a, yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's like definitely some things that like it took a while to get used to. Yeah. Because I never, never used to that. In, in Australia, when I wanted to like, you know, meet a girl, I would go up and I would talk to them. Hey, my name's Inia. What's your name? Yeah, yeah. I work out. Yeah, sure. Six pack. Mm-hmm. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here they didn't give a fuck. No. They're just like, okay, you're hot. Let's, let's fuck. fuck yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's a whole different cultural set of rules to get used to. I wonder why it's like that. Because, like, it, I feel like uh, Norwegian people are pretty shy. If they're like, uh, you don't start talking to a guy on the bus here in Norway. Mm. If somebody starts talking to me on the bus, I uh, autom- automatically think you're a psychopath. Yeah, like I don't want to talk to anybody when I'm on the bus, uh, when I'm on the subway or anything. Mm-hmm. But as soon as people uh, in Norway start drinking, yeah, because they drink so much, here. so much, yeah, like yeah. people get fucked up, mm-hmm. and then, like it feels like uh, it's this tension. People got to get out, right? You got to yeah. let off some steam. Yeah, I, 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 I was like uh, maybe one week ago. Yeah, uh, I was downtown Oslo, and there was this Spanish couple. Uh, like on here in uh, on vacation here in Norway. Yeah, and I had my like uh, AirPods in. Yeah, and they, they thought I was listening to music, and I was like, they was just talking shit about Norwegian people. Like, yeah, everybody here in Norway is so fucking depressed. They gotta have their everybody had their headsets on all the time. Like, I think it's a big difference. Like, people get shocked. Like that, don't people talk to each other? Even yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a theory about that. Yeah. Okay. And I think that the theory is that let's have a look at the Black Plague, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, you got the Black Plague like four or five hundred years ago, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Everybody that the Black Plague killed, and it was like I don't know, man, like seventy or eighty percent of yeah. everybody in the country. Yeah. All the people that died were in cities or places where people were complex living together. All those people in like in in cities at that time got wiped out. Yeah, they all got fucking killed. Yeah, who were the Norwegians that survived? It's some weirdos living in isolated mountain towns yeah, in yeah. the middle of nowhere that are like not l- living amongst people, just like living with their family or in a village of like thirty people with yeah. a fucking hundred sheep. Yeah, 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 and so those are the people that survived. Yeah. So all of the genetics of like Norwegians in a time of like. You know, five hundred years ago, they're all they're all dead. You yeah. lost the social gene. Yeah, you know what I mean. And as a survival skill, I, I don't know whether genetics has a memory or anything like that, but it's like this: the traits that lead to survival get passed on. Yeah, and those are the traits. Look, keep to yourself. You don't yeah, always yeah. need to mix. Just stay a little bit reserved. That's what kept your ancestors alive. Maybe those are the traits that are expressing themselves amongst the population today. Yeah, that, I think that may, makes sense. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's also that because uh, it's like uh, that Norway has a lot of beautiful girls. Tons. Uh, yeah. And that people say that because the Vikings like basically went out and raped and killed everybody, but they brought the best looking women mm-hmm. back to their village. Yeah. And that's why Norwegian girls, because they have all the best like gene pool from all across Europe. Yeah. Because like uh, this Spanish bitch come with us, this Danish bitch, like 
Ja. Ja. Så det men but that was probably before the black plague so maybe yeah. everybody died there i think so they all got taken out maybe one hot bitch every hot girl today yeah. is the descendant of just like one isolated socially awkward weirdo yeah, yeah, yeah. but she was hot as fuck yeah yeah like this big slut giving up pussy to everybody i i'm not sure about like why people in norway are considered like why the girls are really beautiful i'm not sh- I'm, and this is like this is a bit of a weird thought but i'm not sure whether they actually uh are like more beautiful because they kind of like kidnapped all these really beautiful women mm. or whether the standard of beauty which is kind of like spread throughout the western world yeah. just so happens to be based on nordic looks yeah. blonde hair blue eyes yeah and you have a look at like the climate in norway it's very good for skin for moisture oh okay you know like if you're living in uh fucking like australia or something yeah. you know you're going to have like uh Your skin's going to age quicker. Yeah, yeah, because of the sun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And exactly. And um if you're living in like South America or Central America or Africa, um your skin color is going to develop based on the climate, but those are nations which have a lot of global influence when it comes to marketing, when it comes to spreading entertainment, when it comes to spreading culture. Yeah. So they don't get prioritized as the standard of beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the standard of beauty is a anglicized mostly American ideal. Yeah. based on casting types for films, magazines and modeling and products. Yeah, like uh what's her name? Like uh Marilyn Monroe, like mm. yeah, like bl- Blonde hair, blue eyes, like exactly. She's a baddie in the seventies or what? Yeah, what, what, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you have a look at like all of these like leading Hollywood women, yeah, like Cameron Diaz, Margot Robbie, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They just so happen to look kind of Nordic, yeah. And they're they're a very exclu- It's an exclusive look. Yeah. Like what Norway offers genetically is it's a very small population. Yeah, so it's like four million. Scandinavia probably twenty million in total, like yeah. max. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So there's not that many people that have that ideal globally. No. And so because of its rarity, it's also more valuable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Like, every, like everything else it's like. like everything else, like fucking everything else. So because it's rare, it's more valuable. Yeah. And because they you, you have might have a casting session in like 1984 to play like the lead woman in Top Gun or something. Yeah. And you might get somebody that like you might get like 20 chicks with brown hair and brown eyes and you might get one or two chicks that just happen to have this like blonde hair nordic look or whatever. Mm. And then you choose the one that's most rare. Yeah. And then other people see that movie and then they just copy it. Yeah. yeah. And then that's how the like ideal of beauty spreads. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. So, <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's like a weird way of kind of like interpreting why something is popular or why we even consider Nordic women beautiful. Yeah. So I don't know. You know what I mean? It's weird because uh, I also feel like uh, it's probably when, especially if you're like um, a guy who comes to Norway, like you, for example. I think that gets also gets uh, exclusive then because it's so few of you. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like uh, shredded guy from <laughs> from fucking stud muffin. Uh, yeah, from Australia. Because mm-hmm. then, like, it's only one of you. Exactly. And then yeah. And why do you think that is uh 
it's like what what do you think about that is attractive to women i don't know maybe some, it's something different like something exotic maybe mm-hmm. like you're tired of these boring region guys who everybody looks the same every, and then you get like something new yeah it's like if you i don't know it's probably like if you never tasted uh a new food Mm-hmm. You want to try it? Like, if you, have you ever tried this? No, I never tried it. Okay, let's try it. Like, you want it? Yeah, I want to try it. it. Yeah, fuck I remember it. the first time I tried uh, avocado. Mm. I was like, oh my god, that's awesome! I want to have more of avocado. I never tried that before. Yeah, right. Maybe, maybe something a little bit similar to that. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I, I think so because I think this is like a phenomenon that is, if you're in Australia, yeah, and you get some Norwegian guys coming, yeah. Like the chicks are gonna want to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like he's exclusive. But what I think is important to kind of also focus on in Norway as well is how small the population really is. Yeah. And how important it is for the survival of your line to go outside of your limited gene pool. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So if you you have a look at like people from uh, let's let's use my relationship with my girlfriend for example. Yeah. She's from Lufthuden. Yeah, she's related to fucking like half of Lufthuden. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, if yeah, she yeah. wants to fuck some dude up there, she's probably fucking her second cousin. or third cousin. Yeah, 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 exactly. So then she's gonna try to like look for something which is genetically very different to her. Yeah, which is gonna produce a stronger child. Yeah, a, a more successful offspring. Yeah, right. Do you think it's like yeah, biologically? that I got to find something different so I don't fuck my cousin like not, not that simple but you know do you know what I mean yeah I think so I think it really is yeah. because I have a lot of friends in Norway as well which are like blonde haired blue eyed typical Norwegian guys and yeah. they're super attracted to black women oh really yeah really attracted to black women yeah. they're not attracted to girls that look like them no they're no. attracted to something that is genetically opposite to them yeah they're so diverse yeah. and you know you heard that like expression opposites attract you know what i mean like there's some kind of truth to that and maybe it comes down to just like uh something like uh, i just i'm interested in something that's different to me yeah you know what i mean like like me i'm from a poor family so i found a girl with a rich family exactly <laughs> exactly yeah 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 yeah, yeah. You, you, you right yeah, so yeah. that's how it works you don't want to date some other like povo bitch who oh, can't afford underwear that. no you're like that. i'm gonna start like digging for uh, gold here yeah i want a rich bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay shit but how long have you been in Norway now? Me? Yeah. Ooh, this will be my 14th winter. 14th winter. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And like uh, you came here, you you were here in the vacation, was that the thing? No. No. No, no, no. I was I was here as an exchange student yeah, studying literature. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd just done a lot of traveling. So I traveled for around two to three years, uh, South America, all around the world. And then during that time, I kind of discovered learning and literature and psychology and all of these like uh, disciplines that I found incredibly exciting. So when I got back to Australia, I re-enrolled into high school, finished my my high school, and then I got into university and then I studied literature. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I really wanted to do an exchange year. And I traveled almost everywhere, but I never went to Scandinavia. And I just so happened to be dating a Swedish girl at the time. And I thought you know what, like, why don't I go to Sweden? Mm. And we you know we stick together, I'll go to Sweden. Anyway, the uh, long story short, I, I chose Oslo, and then I moved to Oslo. And then, you know, here I am. Really? Yeah, so that's why I came. 
But you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this as well. When I came to Oslo, I felt like I was at home. I felt like I belonged here. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved Norway. Yeah. And um, I didn't want to leave. So I did my year as an exchange student and then I transferred my degree from Australia over to Norway. Oh, to yeah, the university here? I did. So yeah. I actually have two degrees. So I finished my Australian degree here and then I, I did my second degree as a, a University of Oslo student and then I finished that. What did you take or like what did you study? I studied philosophy and literature. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I did like a lot of different subjects as well, mm. but they were my two core interests and the two fields of learning which I excelled at. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so I was like fascinated by these philosophical thought experiments by these ideas these questions of like what if and then i really i really liked the stories of literature and the meanings that you can unpack through that's pretty cool because uh i feel like if you don't know you that well Mm. like you as a person i think uh, people can think uh, he's a bro like uh you know what i mean like he's like a buff guy bro like uh, meathead like uh but then you get to know you and like you have a, like a layer deeper, like a new layer. Yeah. Like, like philosophy, literature. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Right. No. But it's, it's something that, I mean, you don't really fucking talk about it at parties, but it's something, you know, it's like, hey, should we discuss uh, dualism? Yeah. But it, it's something that has formed my outlook on the world yeah. on life and especially on comedy yeah because i mean you know this probably like very well is that every joke that you make is an interpretation of how you personally yeah. view the world yeah. and your experience in it yeah so it's kind of like a a powerful tool to be able to call on whenever you need to compose a joke or something like that yeah because you feel like you got a broader look on yeah. the world because you have studied philosophy or yeah or, or a unique look yeah a unique look. you know like i have like all the some of my experiences and the learning has equipped me with this way of experiencing and looking at the world yeah like i have mine and you have yours yeah and that's why we have different comedy styles mm-hmm. and we tell different jokes because our experiences are different yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, you know the good thing about comedy regardless of your background, is that only you can do Espen Abrahamsen. Mm-hmm. Only you. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's a fan of Espen, mm-hmm. like I am, yeah. the only person that can deliver that flavor of comedy is you. Yeah, yeah. And that's because you're unique. Yeah. And that's what I fucking love about comedy. Yeah, me too. Right? Yeah, it's so beautiful. So And so many, so different. Yeah. And I feel like uh, you, even though we like you have a different outlook on the world, I feel like you know where the person is coming from. Yes. Like they want to say something like you have something to say, like uh, even though like if it's like in the beginning of a joke when it's not funny, I know where you like, I feel like I know where you're coming from and where you want to go with it. Like if, if you get it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You see the world through their eyes. Yeah. And how good they are as comedians yeah. is how well you see it. Yeah. yeah how yeah. good they are at like sharing their experience with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of beautiful actually. Yeah. Yeah. But you're a very, I would describe you as like a very technical, hardworking and consistent comedian. Yeah, I, I, I try to work hard at least yeah. at, at it and try to write uh, a lot of jokes, try new things. Because I, I feel like, uh, especially when you've only done comedy for two years like me, mm. I feel like uh, the, the new shit's going to get better. 
Yeah. If, if you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, and if I, I just don't want to do the same thing every time. I feel like then you don't grow. Mm. You, you get more comfortable on stage. You get may, maybe better like stage present. But the jokes don't get any better, even though we say, say it 10,000 times. Mm. Like you can take maybe bigger pauses, like know where the laughs come so you can be more comfortable. But I, I think you need to write new shit. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. You you also, you write, I feel like you are, you write new shit all the time. Yeah. I'm always trying to develop new jokes. Yeah. Also because I don't, I don't want to fucking bore myself. No. You but, know what I mean? Like, oh. But you're, you're also fearless though. You can go mm. up and like, yeah, today I'm gonna do ten minutes about the Paralympics, <laughs> <laughs> and at least two of them are gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like eight minutes of hell. Hey. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I am I'm very lucky because I I unlocked something in my comedy journey, which has been an amazing tool. Yeah, and that is the willingness to want to fail yeah, 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 yeah because i'm going to fail mm. jokes are going to fail yeah, for i'm sure. going to not succeed yeah. and i want that experience yeah. i actually i'm going to try to get that experience yeah, i'm going to try exactly yeah. i'm going to try so hard to do something that has such a high degree of failure yeah. that if i fail doing it that's a success yeah and actually if it doesn't fail mm. And I end up getting laughs. I kind of failed yeah. because I didn't take it far enough. No, yeah, so yeah. I have that mindset where mm. failure is something that you want to achieve. Yeah, I have this joke now that I tried six, seven times maybe. Yeah, and I can't get it to work, but I'm going to get it to work because <laughs> it's like because um, I studied law. Yeah, uh, in law school and. Um, in the original like uh, declaration of Norway, mm. like uh, paragraph two, yeah, that's uh, uh, Jews uh, are not allowed to come to Norway. Yeah, they're like they can't get into the country. Yep. That was the second like paragraph in the Norwegian first declaration from eighteen fourteen. Yeah, so I'm like I, I I think that's so insane. Mm -hmm. So I, I try to make like jokes about that, like because uh, like. That's number like that's the, uh, like the first thing, the most important thing for because it was like this. Um, everybody agreed like now we gotta find what's most important for Norwegian. Like it was everybody agreed on that. So the main, the first most important thing was like freedom because mm. it was a, in a union with Denmark and Sweden. Mm -hmm. So now we want liberty and freedom, and like and then the second most important things like you can think about is no juice yeah i i think it's something there like that's pretty funny but nobody else thinks that funny well i've I've seen you do that joke yeah uh when we were together at, yeah, yeah. at uh the lehman show yeah and i think it did all right but uh, you feel like you gotta step it up a couple lot notches yeah yeah because like i think like, why wasn't like uh number two should be like uh Everybody gets to vote or uh, yeah. equality or something. But no slaves. Or... Yeah, no slaves, but no, yeah. no juice. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I feel you, man. I, I have these like uh, recognitions of things yeah. that I think are kind of ridiculous that I try to pack into comedy. Yeah, yeah. And it it's sometimes it's difficult to succeed in translating 
how ridiculous the thing is mm. to the, an audience and make it funny. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's some things that's so funny. Yeah. But it's only funny because you're right there in this that moment. Yes, mm. exactly. And now, like, um, like you know, I I I did this joke about like uh, how the Olympic athletes got given cardboard beds <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to stop them from fucking each other. Uh, yeah. Right. And the the idea was like. I like these are the most dedicated, talented, athletic, fittest human beings on the earth. Yeah. If they want to fuck, yeah. a cardboard bed isn't going to stop them. <laughs> and I think that's such a ridiculous observation. Yeah. But it was difficult to translate that observation into a way where people kind of felt how ridiculous it was yeah. and thought it was funny. Yeah. You know, I got like, haha, yeah, that's a clever observation. Ha ha. Yeah. But I never got like this response where people were just like, ah, yeah. ah, it never killed. No, no. It never killed. And so there is something about these observations, yeah. which you have to make. I don't know how to do it, to be no. honest. Because who, um, like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to figure out a way that makes people want to care about it. Yeah. So if, like for your joke, for example, how do you make something that happened 150 years ago relevant today yeah and it's also like i feel like it's a pretty touchy su subject because like as soon as you mention the word juice mm. i feel like people oh oh we're in like uh in shark infested waters like, yeah. yeah yeah but yeah. but maybe it's not touchy enough maybe it's like uh you know maybe you got to go a little bit more edgy because yeah. maybe you got to like take him both yeah. of the uh-oh i miss the good old days uh -oh. <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know i'm not sure i don't know how comedy works no. i've i've no fucking idea no. i've no idea no 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 idea but i do know that if you really think something is hilarious yeah. and if you're reliving that thing yeah. like then people see through your eyes and they get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like I like maybe with your joke you have to try to like maybe you gotta act some stuff out with yeah, like maybe. them there, like, what should we do? We yeah. have freedom. What about women's rights? Yeah. No. <laughs> what about equality? No. Yeah. Fucking the Jews though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know, you know? Yeah. So uh yeah, but it's a it's it's a it's a fantastic feeling just being so committed to making an idea transferable yeah and it's like if you try a joke and it works on the first time that's great mm. but if you like uh at least for me if it's something that takes time and then you get it to work it's so much more i have so much more gratitude like i feel more happy yeah like fuck i got it to work like people yeah. think it's funny it's like figuring out a rubik's cube <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. i You're never like, did oh that God. <laughs> yeah you can do that a Rubik's cube. Yeah, I tried so many times. Uh, given up. I, uh, I, I've done it. You done it? Yeah, yeah, but it's not as hard as you think. Uh -huh. It's a system. Yeah, there's a system. Yeah. It's like it's like an algorithm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so you got to go like two back and three I down. I feel like a moron. Oh my god, you did a Rubik's cube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did it. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I did it when I was ten. You and Stephen Hawking, oh, yeah. are like amazing. <laughs> 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 no, but it, I mean, like, have you seen those guys that do it blindfolded yeah, in like three minute. seconds? Yeah, like fuck some fucking put those guys on the Squid Games, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, when you can do a uh, Rubik's cube like blindfolded in ten seconds, that tells me you're a virgin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not getting any <laughs> pussy. No, no, nobody no. wants to fuck that guy. No. Oh shit. Yeah. Hey, can I bomb a snooze off you? Of course. Is that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is that? Uh, I feel like I'm always uh, stealing a snooze. No, that's fine. But I appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. It's a cool setup here. Like, uh, 
this room. Like, you feel like I want to do ayahuasca and get in love with some people. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, I uh, I just wanted to kind of create, I and mean, I, you know, I I, I built everything um pretty standard right yeah. so like i just had a regular desk and then i threw in the microphones and i put some fucking shit up on the walls and everything was white yeah and i go you know what this doesn't really it's not cozy and then and then i was like fuck it we're gonna paint it and so we painted it a darker color yeah and i go it's still not cozy and then i went up to this <laughs> i went up to this shop in grunelika that yeah. sells like all of this kind of fucking drug paraphernalia <laughs> and you know like yoga <laughs> yeah, mantras yeah, yeah. shit and I just like, you know what? I'm going to get a bunch of shit from here. Yeah. This is it. So I got those like uh, Tibetan flags and like this fucking wolf thing and some mandalas and, <laughs> and this tablecloth, which like is kind of trippy. And I bought, you know, some skulls and yeah. crystals and all these lights I feel and like shit. This is like uh, the table you get in when you go to a lady who's predicting the future. You know, right. with, with cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Let yeah, me yeah, read yeah, your future. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Oh, in the next year, you're going to find love. I can tell that it, you are going to great success in life. Yeah, yeah. For another hundred, I tell you how you die. Do you believe in that shit? I don't know. <clears throat> Yeah, a little bit. You do? Yeah, but I'm a fucking mongoloid. <laughs> Two E's. <laughs> Two E's! Yeah. You know, but I'm so stupid mm. that I'll believe in anything. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm fucking dumb. Yeah. But the thing is that, like, I think that I don't really understand how time works. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that time just works in a linear way. Like, we just interpret and experience it from the past to the present into the future okay but i'm not sure that like time isn't circular or that it doesn't happen at all at once and we just have to experience it like this so i don't know whether like we're in like this infinite loop where something that happens five years in the future hasn't happened a thousand years in the past uh, ah yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. like i i don't i don't know like, I don't, the, I, like they always say like uh every ten thousand years there's an ice age mm. yeah for example you're right yeah so I don't, and like the idea of parallel universes is pretty interesting to me. Yeah, I think that's interesting too. Right? Yeah, like, because nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Like, is that a show on Netflix, Cosmo or something? Yeah. With the uh, yeah, Tyson, yeah. the grass or what's exactly. his name? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Basically yeah. like the smartest it's astrophysicist. Somewhere in outer space, there's another Indian, another Espen having this cons cons uh, conversation right now. Exactly. Yeah. And not only that, there's an infinite amount of Ineas and Espens yeah. where maybe the only difference is this skull is turned like that. Yeah. And we're having like the exact same conversation or my phone is just the color of the case is brown. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the idea of infinite. Yeah. So if that's the idea of infinite and maybe time is a construct and maybe everything is in some like pattern that happens all at once, maybe there's some people and maybe the way that we just experience time is based on our senses and what we've been given but maybe there are some people that can tap in to see another dimension yeah that can see a little bit into the future yeah i don't know no i i i, I believe in like um like uh outer space and like different dimensions and like uh, the cosmos shit mm. but like when people tell me like oh this place is haunted like uh, this, sh like when, like uh, oh my god, it's a ghost here. Mm -hmm. Then I got a little bit wa wacky. I don't, because I never experienced anything like that. Because mm. my uh, girlfriend's like uh, family, yeah, like my in-laws, yeah, they're like, yeah, 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 it's it's a ghost here. Mm. Like I was alone here in the cabin one time, 
and it was a pen just in the air and just through the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't believe that shit. Nah, you guys <laughs> no. are fucking too uh, wacky uh, for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know, but like, I think it's really uh, interesting, like out of space and like uh, different beings. Like that's interesting. Mm. When people like predict the future and ghosts, and I don't believe in that. What about Nostradamus? What's that? He's like that French guy who like predicted all of these uh, events that ended up happening, like the Second World War, maybe the Twin Towers, wars for oil, shit yeah. like that. So did Simpsons. Yeah. 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 They had Donald Trump <laughs> on the elevator. Yeah. 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 Did, 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 didn't Simpsons have like an episode like uh, Twin Tower too? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. I think there's a lot of shit that the Simpsons got right. Yeah. But I also think that they just had so many fucking episodes. Yeah. It's like 30 years and you chose one thing that ended up happening. Yeah. So maybe there's that too. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I occupy like both ideas of thought. Like I'm totally open to the world being super wacky, yeah. which I fucking love. I love the wackiness and like, what? Ghosts? Yeah. 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 Tell me. Yeah. The pen flu shit. Yeah. yeah. And I'm also like incredibly skeptical and critical towards people and towards all of these like outstanding claims. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Like, yeah. did we tired? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because there are a lot of uh, bullshit artists out, out there. And there's a lot of mental illness. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And we know that people hallucinate. Yeah. And I fucking hallucinated. Yeah. I, I, I've been so tired where yeah. I thought I've had entire conversations with people in my head. And then I've gone, yeah, like 7.30, is that cool? Yeah. And I go, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, didn't we just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I imagine shit that doesn't happen. Mm. So can you imagine a fucking pen flying through Hitta? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but is it like, uh, if somebody tells you like, or maybe it's me, I, I think you got to be open to the idea of it to like see it even though i mean uh, mm. if you if you like closed and like i don't believe that shit yeah then it's probably not gonna happen to you either that you don't gonna experience it exactly mm. i think so i think so but i have had a few experiences which i've just been like what the fuck was that have you ever had anything like that where you just go that doesn't make any sense at all no okay i'll tell you an experience that i've had many times okay and maybe you've had something like this too yeah. so i have been in crowded places right where i've seen oh fuck there's espen Oh, hi, Espen. And then I look and it's not Espen. And then I walk around a corner. I walk down some stairs. I walk into another building. And then there's Espen. Like a minute later after I thought I saw you. That has happened to me like a bunch of times. Does that make sense? If Do, you, if does you, it? If you, yeah, if you thought you saw me. Yeah. And then you didn't see me. Yeah. And then one minute later, one minute later we meet up. Does that make sense? It, it, it does make sense, yeah. except you came from a completely different direction and I asked you, where were you a minute ago? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. So it's not like, oh, it was you. It wasn't you. Uh, I thought I saw you, yeah. but it wasn't you. It was somebody else. And that guy's gone. And then I've met you somewhere else and you've come from a completely different direction. Uh, yeah. So that shit has happened to me a lot. Yeah. Or I'll think about somebody and then they'll call. Yeah, that, that that's happened to me too. Of like, course, yeah. right? And yeah. and this isn't somebody that like calls me every day. No. It's not like I'm thinking about my fucking girlfriend or anything. No. I'm like thinking about somebody that I haven't spoken to in seven years. Yeah. And then just randomly they'll send me a message. Yeah, that's a little bit wacky, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. what the fuck is that all about? Mm. Right. So I mean, I feel like there's these things that just defy logic. Yeah. That just defy explanation. 
or there is an explanation, but we just don't know it. Yeah, I've, I think that's the main thing. I always think there's an explanation, but I'm not smart enough to figure it out or know what it is. Yeah. Because if you had like a physicist or like a scientist, they probably have a reason for why that happened. Well, except if you have one of these physicists who talk about like everything happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Like that's pretty weird, Yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you know, where they shoot the photon and it's either going to go through the barrier or around the barrier and they observe that it happens both of those things happen and they're oh, like well how the fuck did that happen yeah you know what i mean the, or they have these like uh you know they split like a fucking molecule or something and then it's in another part of the world and then they adjust the molecule here and then it adjusts there oh really yeah 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 there's a bunch oh. of weird shit and there's like a whole team of like in, like uh, there's a whole doctrine of phys what do you call it? Oh, physicists, yeah. right? Physics, and they just don't understand anything. Really? Yeah, they don't know what the fuck is happening. So they, they don't have an explanation for it. Nah, they don't. They don't know how. They don't know how shit works. Really? Yeah, man. Like you know, stuff like spooky action at a distance, stuff <laughs> like things happening at the same time which shouldn't be happening, mm. all this weird shit. They don't know what the fuck is going on. And if you talk to a physicist that understands physics and like tries to make sense of things they can't they don't know they don't know anything nobody knows anything about how reality works yeah, yeah, yeah. and anybody that says they do they that don't know shit. physics yeah right yeah so you know i don't know man the world is incredibly fascinating yeah and there's so much shit that like we are basically fucking monkeys trying to figure out how to use like an advanced supercomputer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you like, uh, if you really like go for it, uh, go for in for it and like try to look at the world, like not just, because if you like humans are like very close-minded, like it's all about me, 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 me. Mm. I have to be there. I have to do that. I want to do that. But if you like broaden your uh, specter almost, you like, you see there's a lot of wacky shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so concerned with just surviving in the environment yeah and you have to be focusing on what you're doing otherwise you're gonna get hit by a fucking car yeah you know you don't have the time <laughs> to but this is pretty interesting as well because you're a busy guy yeah right you have uh, a small baby yeah you have a uh law degree yeah right working on it working on it you're yeah. working on getting your law degree so you're a full-time student yeah you're a full-time father yeah um, you're working on a comedy career, yeah. which I know takes a lot of time because yeah. you're incredibly active. Yeah. How much time do you have left to contemplate the universe? Not much time. Not much time. Because, like, uh, especially lately, it's like you wake up at six, six o'clock mm. and then it's nonstop to, like, especially if I have a stand up, like, mm. I have like maybe two to four times every week. Yep. And then it's like, I'm ho ho back home at 11. Mm. And then I'm just like, fuck, so fucking tired. Like, yeah. Just go to bed and then just do the same thing. Not contemplating the universe. Not like, it's all about me. Like me, yeah. me, me, or my family. Don't, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that's pretty common. Yeah. For most people. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. And maybe you have like a comedy career, mm. but somebody else might be into fucking playing uh you know, a netball or hockey yeah, or something. Yeah, and there's you know, a lot whatever. of people that works like 15 hours a day too. Like, <sighs> just try to get into the top and just yeah. don't give a fuck about anything else but their career. Yeah, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about yeah. is how you balance everything out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you constantly... Because in my life, I have a lot of different areas that I'm trying to constantly move forward. Yeah. And 
sometimes I have to focus on one area intently to move that forward. Yeah. And the other areas get left behind and then I got to move and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. But do you move everything forward together or how do you balance life? I try to because yeah. uh, I, I, I have to plan like really ahead, like have a pretty tight schedule because mm. I can't take like i can't say like okay i'm gonna give a don't give a fuck about school for two weeks now and just focus on comedy because mm. then like i'm shot I, I can't do that no i have to do school like at least like five to six uh, days every week mm. uh so i try to like this is how i set it up i, I wake up at six o'clock i spend some time with uh, my daughter mm. then i'm usually at school like seven seven thirty and i uh, treat it like a job so i'm there from like seven seven thirty to like four o'clock, mm -hmm. then I get home. Mm. I try to be a super dad from like 4.30 to six o'clock, put the kid to bed, uh, and then go do stand up. Mm. Uh, maybe write some, try to write some new jokes mm. uh, at the location where I'm gonna do a gig. Yeah. Uh, and then I do stand up. And yeah. then I, on the weekend, like I usually don't, because here in Oslo there's used to no gigs on Saturday and Sundays. And then I either do school spend time with my girlfriend or try to new write new jokes yeah or just have like downtime yeah 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 uh, and sometimes I'm, I'm in school at saturday saturdays also yeah so it's like sundays i don't want to do shit do you, you must be exhausted yeah by the time sunday comes around yeah you, you're fucking like and sunday's not really a chill day either when you have a fucking baby no it's no. you can't sleep into no, like no, 10 no. o'clock yeah, no. No. no but you also are pretty busy though yeah 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 mm. I'm so fascinated like, uh, with you because you, you started out, like you said, philo uh, philosophy and literature. Yeah. And then I feel like you had so many different jobs mm. here in Norway mm. and just navigate your way now to have your own a company and like mm. a businessman. Yeah, well, the thing is, I am a product of necessity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I came to Norway, I couldn't speak Norwegian for shit, yeah. right? And nobody would hire me. I couldn't get any jobs anywhere. So I had to create my own income yeah. based on what I thought I could do. Yeah. So I applied for many, many, many different jobs and I never even got past the CV stage. Oh, really? Yeah, well, think about it, man. Like, you know, you're, you're competing yeah. against other guys called Espen Abrahamsen and, you know, you are Kim and you got some weird name in here yeah. and it's like it's, it's difficult sometimes yeah. you know i read an uh, article about that actually because it was a guy in uh, who finished law school mm. and his name was like say it was like i don't remember uh hussein uh, uh, something and he couldn't get a job mm. and then he was like fuck i, th I think it's my name yeah so he changed his name to like uh, Jonsen, like a typical norwegian name yeah he got the, he got a job like a month later of course. Yeah. And how fucked up is that? That's really fucked up. That's yeah. really fucked up. Yeah. You got to change your fucking name yeah. to get a job. Yeah. And if you change your name just to get a job, yeah. that's a failure of society to yeah, recognize sure. who you are as a person yeah. and the skills that you have. Yeah. Your skills and all that law degree don't mean shit no. because somebody gave you a name that you didn't choose. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's how, fucked how up. fucked is that's super fucked. Yeah. But that's just how it is. Because I, I if you like look at all the jobs you apply to, mm. you probably were better qualified or a better the better man for many of those job 100%. jobs. But your name is Inya James, you're from Australia. Yeah. So no go. No. Mm. But I was very lucky. I was very, very, very lucky because somebody said to me, they said, Everything that you have as a weakness, turn it into an advantage. 
Yeah. And I had to... L- and look, man, I suffered through a lot of depression. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Because I always felt like I had so much potential, yeah. so much value to mm-hmm. provide with a employer yeah. who I would have been incredibly loyal to, who I would have worked incredibly hard for, yeah. and I would have delivered them everything above what they expected. Yeah. But I, I never guess, even got the chance to do that. I can see that because I feel like... Uh, I don't know the guys who work for you, but when I hear you talk about you're like your business. Mm. I feel like you have so much gratitude and you're so loyal to your guys that works for you. 100%. Yeah, so I can see that the other way around you would be so loyal. Incredibly loyal. Yeah. Incredibly loyal. And I want to make everything that I deliver for somebody Mm. better than they even expect. Yeah. So so you like, you fell into a depression because you didn't feel like you lived up to your potential? 100%. Yeah. 100%. And I never got the opportunity to exercise that potential. Yeah. So I was never placed in a game where my skills would be an asset. No, okay. The game that I was placed in was uh, on the sidelines and I couldn't even get on the field. Yeah. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, give me the ball. I'll win this game for you. Yeah. No, sorry. Because you got the wrong name. Yeah. You're not even going to fucking come to the tryouts for the team. Yeah. So you you felt like you just had a job to like... Uh, survive almost 100 yeah jobs to survive yeah yeah so then i realized a turn every disadvantage that you think you have into a strength for example language yeah language yeah Uh, my norwegian was terrible yeah couldn't speak norwegian terrible norwegian okay i'm great at english yeah speak in english yeah express yourself in english don't even try to play this other norwegian game no. Get real good at Norwegian though, yeah. behind the scenes, mm. building, learning. But uh, use my culture yeah. and my perspective from Australia and my l- language yeah. as an asset. Yeah. I'm not Norwegian. I don't have a Norwegian perspective. No. I'm Australian. I don't have an Australian perspective. Yeah. That's my strength. So then how, how could I apply that? Well, I can interpret something different than somebody else. So if you're looking for a, a, a unique product, I'm not going to give you like this cookie cutter uh thing that you'll get from 50 other guys yeah i'm i'm a unique um voice yeah in this field and i also feel like uh when uh, i'm around you you don't have like uh, i feel it's typical norwegian like i don't want to ask I don't, if i don't want to ask for something hmm. uh they come if it happens it happens then they come to me because i don't want to be a burden hmm. but i feel like you're a go-getter yeah. Yeah, you go like I'm going to ask for that shit. Like I'm going to demand it, I'm going to get it, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And and that's also because I think that if I'm going to ask for it, yeah. that w- if you say yes and you give me that chance, yeah. you're not going to regret it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because now I have uh such a high volume of experience in doing what I do yeah. that I know <laughs> that you're going to be happy. Yeah. I know it's going to be good. Yeah. And I'm not going to I'm not going to stop until it's amazing. No, exactly. and I'm not lazy. No, no, you're not lazy. I'm no. incre- and I'm incredible. There's no distinction between my work life and my personal life. It's like with comedy. Yeah, you know, you are the comedian that you are yeah, on yeah. stage, and you're that person. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean. Yeah. So I just have that uh, mindset when it comes to everything. Yeah. When it comes to building my business, when it comes to doing this podcast, when it comes to comedy, when it comes to being a dad, when it comes to jujitsu, whatever the fuck I'm doing. I'm always the exact same and there's no distinction. I don't like at five o'clock I go home and I switch off. I like I'm always, I'm yeah. always 
it's a you're continuation. You're in James exactly. 24-7. I'm, I'm in your James 24-7. Yeah, you don't have a character like... Nah. I'm not, and I'm going to talk to you the same way that I'm going to talk to my client, yeah. that I'm going to talk to you know my girlfriend, that I'm going to talk to my staff. Yeah. And like I, I just am what you what you get. Yeah. You know, it, uh, I think a little bit... Uh, I'm a little bit uh, like you in that way because I remember all my friends uh, back home was so amazed when they met my like say my grandparents mm. because uh, I talk to my grandparents the same way I would talk to you yeah like I don't filter myself I'm just like me yeah and I feel like a lot of people like okay I'm this way when I'm, uh, I'm with my family I'm this way with uh, when I'm with my girlfriend and this way when when I'm with my friends like like that's got to be exhausting. It's a lot of work, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't, like shifting shifting your personality a couple of degrees just yeah. to cater to somebody else. Yeah. So now my, my view is just like, um, l l you know, like I'm going to give you everything that I have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I'm on stage, I'm, you're going to get the full <laughs> fucking Inia James performance. Yeah. And then when I'm making a video for somebody, you're going to get the full fucking everything that I'm capable of. Yeah. So, you know, like, it's just, I'm just fortunate enough that I, I turned, oh, the second thing. Okay. So yeah. the, we covered the first thing. The second thing was, um, somebody also said to me, if you could do anything, yeah. you know, cause I was struggling, man, with jobs and like, I tried to fucking, I couldn't even get a job on the flute dogger. Oh, Could, really? Yeah, man. Like, I mean, I scaled it down, bro. Yeah. Like I started at, like jobs that I wanted and then I started with jobs that, I needed to get just to survive, right? And at this stage too, I had my girlfriend was pregnant, right? So I had a baby on the way. Fuck. I'm going to be a dad yeah. and I got no fucking job, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I actually extended my university degree just to keep getting uh, support from the government yeah. to pay the bills. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, fuck. So the second thing that, the, my second awareness was if you could do anything, yeah. regardless of whether you think it is possible, yeah. what would it be? Yeah. And then I said, well, I would make videos. I would love to make videos and communicate through video. Yeah. And then I just did that. And nobody paid me to do that for years. I did that for free for years. Oh, really? Yeah, like yeah. we do with comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm. And the experience that we're getting now with comedy, yeah. let's say you go three years, four years, five years, you don't make a single krona, no. right? Nothing. But you got five years of experience as a comic. Yeah. And somebody calls you and they go, hey, can you perform on our show? Yeah. And we've got like uh, 5,000 kronos, 10,000 kronos, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You could never deliver on that arrangement to the degree that they expect for that money without the five years of training first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For right? Sure. Yeah. So you don't do comedy because you want to fucking earn money. You want to do comedy because it's something that you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 like no no beginning comic starts to do comedy or stand up because they want to get rich filthy exactly. rich at the start that's usually like celebrities who like uh, yeah I guess I do some stand up for some cash but if you don't uh, if you're not a celebrity you don't do stand up for cash no no you, you don't gotta, you gotta love it you it's a fucking it. grind and, and that's what I realized about my career about yeah. my choice of a profession yeah is that if you could do something just because you loved it, yeah. don't worry about the money. No. Just because you want to do it. Yeah. What would it be? Yeah. And my answer to that question was, I want to make videos. Yeah. I love making videos. Mm. And I'm just going to make videos. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck if people pay me. No. I probably did, I don't know, hundreds of videos 
for free. But how did you like uh, survive, or did you have a job on the side and then you like hustled that night doing videos? Yeah, I had. Well, first of all, I was towards the end. I was a terrible student. Okay. Okay. So I was basically just there for the money. Yeah. And I was barely turning up to school. Okay. I, I didn't give a fuck. I was just there because I needed to pay my rent and buy food for my baby. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so I never went to school. Okay. I did. I didn't even turn up. No. So during the day I was doing videos. Yeah. So during the day I was like learning how to film, learning how to edit, learning about the business, you know, all that kind of shit. Just spending time with videos, editing all the time, filming all the time, calling people, hey, do you need videos? They go, yeah, I guess we need videos. Uh, we don't have any money. I go, it's cool. I don't want any money. No, no, no. I, I, go, I don't need any money. Yeah. I just want to do it. Yeah. And I, it's just like you with stage time. Yeah. If somebody goes, hey, if you go, hey, can I get a spot? And they go, well, we don't have any money. And you go, well, I'll do. I'll, I just want to do it. Fuck. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. Right. Mm. And so that same mentality that you have with comedy, yeah. Yeah. I I had with videos. Yeah. And a lot of other people that I started doing videos with, they yeah. didn't have that attitude. Yeah. Because they were in it for the money. Yeah. And guess what? None of those guys succeeded. No. Because it's not really what they loved to do, yeah. and they wouldn't be able to do it for free. Because I feel like it's uh, for me, for for example, I I, I really enjoy uh, law school. I think it's awesome. I think it's fun. But if you said to me, for example, that uh, I got to make, uh, say, for example, you got to make uh, a million kroners to get out of bed every morning, like to do, uh, to be a lawyer. That's mm. like the cap. For mm. me to be a lawyer, I got to make this much amount of money. Yeah. But if you said to me, uh, how much money do you need to be a comedian? That uh, goes down drastically. Yeah. Even me, if I can choose to be a lawyer and make two million kroners a year, mm. for example, mm. or I can choose to be a, a comic and do podcast for four hundred thousand kroners a year, yeah, I'd rather do it for four hundred thousand. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because yeah. I love it more. Yeah, mm. you love it. Yeah, and if you choose to do something that you love, yeah. you're going to get really good at it. Yeah, and then the money will come. And then the money will come. Yeah. but you have to follow the passion. Yeah, you have to follow the thing that you love. Yeah. And I was just lucky enough to do that. And that's the attitude that I have towards everything. But so did you have any like real shitty jobs? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you have any funny stories about like, because I had some, I, I think I have, I had some real shit jobs because I just like every summer, like, oh, I got to get a job, uh, summer job. And like, I remember the worst job, like I quit after three days. Yeah. was like, uh, was this, uh, Fin.no. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, okay, we have a great job. You can make a lot of money. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I want a lot, a lot of money. So I went on a job interview, put on a suit, like blah, 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 blah. And uh, I'm I'm pretty shy. I'm, I'm like, I don't want any conflicts. So when I got to the job interview, like, because it didn't say in the the listing, is that what it called? Yeah. Yeah. So it said like, uh, you're going to be a salesman. You're going to sell uh, power, like uh, electricity, mm. like for different companies. And yeah. I was like, okay, it's probably on the phone. I can do that. And then I got to the job interview and it was like, oh, no, no, you're on the street. You're going to stop people. No. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't want to do it, but I took the job anyway because mm. I needed the job. And I just, after one day, I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. You just stand there on the street and excuse me, sir, excuse me, sir. What, what kind of power company do you have? And, the, oh. and people just like, fuck you, don't yeah, talk. Because you know, yeah, when yeah. You, at least for me, if I see their salesman uh, on one, uh, uh, one side of the road, I just go over to the other side. 100%. I don't want to talk to that fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people just hate you so much. And yeah, they you, do. And you, 
and there's only commission. Mm. You don't have a base salary. Nah. So you gotta sell. So say uh, one day I was like out in the rain for eight hours, mm. made 800 kroners. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's so fucked yeah. up. Well, the thing about a job like that is you have to just deal with constant rejection yeah. and you realize that you're fulfilling a role that you hate. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't like it when people do that to you no, and now you're going to do that to other people. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck that. Yeah. Right? Same when I worked uh, I worked uh, one week in a kindergarten. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to be with the kids, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> at the end of the day, I was like, I don't like that kid. Nah. So it was like almost when he was climbing on the wall, I was like pretending I don't see him. Yeah. Like, so he's he fall, uh, fuck that kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, exactly. Okay, that's, this is not the job for me. Nah. No, like uh, I disliked some child, uh, children and liked some children. So I was like, yeah. can't, it can't be that way. Like, okay, if he falls and starts crying, I'll just uh, overlook it. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, that, again, it's like you got to fit in where you want to fit into yeah. you know if you try to like change who you are just to fit into a role yeah. you're not going to be happy yeah you're going to fucking hate it yeah. so this is pretty funny like <laughs> in summer i had a lot of time just to chill out a little bit hang out with my girlfriend eat ice cream mm -hmm. and we'd get an ice cream like maybe every day or whatever <laughs> we go to this place up here and there would be these people trying to sell shit and I'd see the same people trying to sell the same stuff. And I, I mean, like, I mean, I got a lot of time on my hands, right? No work, just chilling. And so I would watch these guys and like I would like pay attention and they would see me paying attention and I would see everything that they're doing and I would just watch them kind of like every rejection just, uh, you know, like just uh, <laughs> life, sucked out of life sucked, man. And then, you know what? It's like, these are mostly young people. And I would, uh, I'd go up and talk to them. I go, hey man, like you know, how's it going? You know, just you know, what, what's your technique? What are you doing? How do you tell me the script? What are you, what, what are you doing here? And uh, I would give them tips. I would oh, go, really? yeah, 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 yeah. I would 100% give them tips yeah. because I'm a professional communicator. I'm yeah. very good at talking on stage. I'm very comfortable with that role, yeah. and I'm used to rejection. Yeah. So I would say, look, you know, instead of just like fucking always holding this iPad, just talk to somebody and like, you know, what, what are you saying? Try this out. And I would try to like encourage them to not feel so rejected. But yeah. also I would say, is this something that you're happy with? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah. You know, is everything like, what do you want to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nobody wants to be Nobody wants to do it. No, no, no. Nobody wants to do it. But like I empathize with them. Yeah. And I think that job fucking sucks. Yeah. yeah I think sure. it fucking sucks. And if yeah. you're in that position, Nothing else is working out no. for you. And then I would try to give them the same advice. You know, yeah. what do you really want to do? Yeah. You know, why fuck this shit, man? Like, just the, do that. Because like, you feel like a hostage yeah. almost on the street there. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, look, I, I, I think stopping people on the street and calling people oh like as God. a telephone salesperson, yeah. that I, I almost think you should outlaw it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel like you're a public nuisance. Yeah. And I feel like it's this thing that like... I don't know why it's even legal that you can just get a fucking computer program with an unlimited amount of numbers and just call people yeah, all the time. And I, I also feel like when, you know, when they say like, um, yeah, like the statistics before like uh, election, mm. like, ah, we talked to that many people, blah, blah, blah. They're going to vote that. They, so many people going to vote out by the party, blah, blah, blah. And like, who the fuck 
are you talking to? Because yeah. if somebody calls me and says like, yeah, hey, we're just wondering what you want, blah, blah, blah. I just like, hang up. I don't want to talk. So I wonder like, yeah, oh, so thank you for calling. Uh, actually, this is my opinions. Like who yeah. the fuck does that? Exactly. Yeah. And they're not even really all your opinions. They're like questions designed to make you choose uh, like between two things. Yeah. And you might be like, you know what? I don't actually don't like any of them. Like maybe they, but they didn't care about that. They just choose one yeah. left or right. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's a pretty fucking, it doesn't really represent people. You know what I mean? No, no, not, not at all. No. Yeah. But one job I got a really perspective with was like, I, I uh, was a Norwegian teacher mm. for like a Syrian, um, the Syrian, um, Refugee, ah, yeah, war refugee. Wow. And I was like, if my life sucked, I just listened to his stories. Like, yeah. this is, okay, oh fuck, I I missed uh, the subway. My life sucked, yeah. and I get to work. But like, oh, you know, um, I had two wives, but both were killed in the war. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I guess the subway is not the big deal. No, then. no, let's <laughs> no. take another one. <laughs> yeah. It's coming oh, in three minutes. Three minutes. Because <laughs> 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 like. Oh. I just listened to his stories like he had two two wives both got killed in the war. Mm. He had like eight children, blah 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 blah. And mm. like, Norway's fucking awesome. Norway's yeah, fucking, fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially when you compare it to all of these countries where there's just some dictator in charge and some fucking wacky countries, man. Yeah. And you come to Norway and everything works and like people are nice. It's a good system. But what's the deal with, because uh, uh, um, I follow the UFC. Yeah. And I see a lot of the UFC fighters from uh, New Zealand, Australia. I mm. like getting problems getting back into their country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a like, uh, tight uh, regime. Uh, yeah. Almost 100%. back home. Or? Yeah, real tight. Yeah. Yeah. What's the deal? Well, you got to look at Australia geographically yeah. as an isolated island. Yeah. yeah. So so there's no land bridges or anything like that. So they try to do everything that they possibly can to protect people in Australia from getting the coronavirus and going into lockdowns. Yeah. Didn't work. Okay. Did not work at all. And everybody that was there, it did work for a while. Like, we don't need the vaccine. No. We're, we're fucking good. Look, they yeah. protect everybody that comes in. And if you fly into Australia, I think it's like a 10-day mandatory quarantine at a specific hotel, usually in like a fucking you know another state something like that oh really yeah, yeah so there's only a very limited amount of these places yeah. like, there's Australians that have been stranded overseas for like fucking six months yeah because uh, I saw that Dan Hooker guy mm. uh, in the UFC mm. he was like yeah this is a lot lottery now mm. like uh, X amount of people are gonna get tickets back home the rest are fucked yeah, yeah. basically <laughs> and, and I think what happened was Australia let in a few athletes like a cricket team or like a few high profile people and then everybody goes hey Fuck it, that's not fair. Yeah, yeah What's yeah. going on? Just because yeah. they've got a job that... Yeah. So then I think they said, okay, well, maybe we've got to try to make it more fair for people. Okay. And so you might be an athlete and they're like, all right, well, okay, maybe that special exemption doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Because politically, it's a fucking unfair roller coaster. Yeah. So it's Australia's real tight. It's real strict. They're not letting anybody back in unless they can do it in a way that they think is fair. Okay. So, dude, man, like Australia's been in lockdown for fucking months now. Yeah, but in the start, I remember uh, like when Norway was like on the total lockdown, mm. it was like the most fucked. Yeah. Uh, I saw pictures like a rugby, rugby matches in Australia was 10,000 people in stands, like fucking mayhem. Yeah. I was like, fuck, what's right? going over there? Exactly. And now they're fucked. Now they're fucked. Yeah. I think like they're just coming out of lockdown in like Sydney and then Melbourne and stuff like that. But they were locked down for maybe three months, four months, really? five, a long time. Yeah. And it's not locked down like we had here. No, no. From what I understand it, yeah. it's like 
you're not allowed to go outside of your area, three, four, five kilometer radius, whatever the fuck it was. If you want to go out, you can only go out for shopping and for exercising. And they had police patrolling the streets, checking your ID, stuff like that. Yeah. Real strict. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think they're just like, that's just how they rock it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Because lockdown in Norway, when you see like, uh, you see videos from like, uh, or, or Norwegian people, oh, it's so bad, it's lockdown. And you see videos from Italy, like, or other countries, like police beating a guy to death because he was out five minutes too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm so good we don't have to deal with any of that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, like, I've, I feel like Norway's done really well throughout the whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now everything's open up again yeah. everybody's vaccinated oh, it's so good. isn't it good oh my god it's so good because mm. the few things that i fucking 100 missed in like a year and a half mm. was being able to train jujitsu yeah right obviously the worst fucking sport you can do for yeah. virus transmission yeah and doing stand-up comedy yeah and it like it was just a year and a half basically yeah where you couldn't do that at all no because I, i did a gig on uh wednesday mm. uh like yesterday yeah no yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and um and when i went on stage because it was the first time uh back where it's a packed place like yeah it was so packed people were standing it was like probably uh 50 uh people could sit and it was 70 people in the room nice yep and i was like almost like oh what the fuck is going on yeah like yeah. i was almost like whoa Yeah, people are standing just so close together. It was like so. Yeah, I don't know. It's good to be back. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, shit, dude. What's going on? I mean, we're gonna probably wrap this up pretty soon. Yeah. But I just want to hear from you about uh, what are your plans for the future when it comes to comedy. Like, what's your uh, schedule looking like? Just tell me a little bit about like your future. I'm I'm just gonna grind, grind, grind. Mm-hmm. Do as many spots as possible. Like. Uh, Like for example, next uh, Thursday, I'm going to Jövik for no money. Yeah. Like, like basically, I I just want to do as much gigs as possible, and I don't care how much I get paid or how many people are in the audience. I just want to hone this craft and get better and better and better. Mm. And eventually, I want like, like the ultimate goal is to make a career out of it and like to could live off comedy. Yeah, and maybe start a podcast or something. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna say yes to every gig. Yeah. And just yeah, probably same as you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Dude, actually, I'm gonna talk to you about maybe two gigs coming up. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. Very specific types of gigs. Yeah. Yeah. Corporate? No. Okay. No, no, no. Yulebord. Oh. Uh, Oh, you're the Buddha? Yeah, 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 yeah. Christmas parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two Christmas parties that I'm performing at. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So maybe I'm going to see if I can, like, uh, get another comic involved. Yeah. And I think that'd be really good. I'll do it for free. Yeah, right? Yeah, Me too. Yeah. So, um, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you about that. Yeah. But I think it could be, like, a really good thing to, uh, to do. Yeah. Because I think it's, like, a real specific group. Yeah. Two really specific groups. Yeah. And uh, I think it'll be fun. It's it, it can be fun, but I did uh, one Christmas party last year. Mm. I was like, it, you uh, was in Drummen, yeah, for a bunch of cocks, uh, cooks, mm. uh, cocks, <laughs> <laughs> cooks, uh, and it was like, yeah, 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 we uh, great to see you. Uh, we look forward to the stand-up comedy. And I was like, where's the stage? Oh no, there's no stage. I was like, okay, I guess that's fine. But 
Okay, do you can we check the sound uh, microphone? Oh no, it's no microphone. So <laughs> you just come there and there's like forty people there mm. and just stand there and just screaming your act like so everybody can hear it. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes you can get like a really fucked up gig like yeah 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 but if it's like uh, now there's a stage there's yeah, a mic there's yeah, a sound thing yeah it's yeah. all set up yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's good yeah yeah it's good all right um one last question yeah and then we're gonna say goodbye yeah i just want to find out why you're a comedian why did you choose to become a comedian and uh what does comedy mean to you oh that's a loaded question uh to be to be totally honest like why i became a comedian uh um, i don't know like uh, i always like uh since i always did a lot of sports yeah always had like this group of people and i just always enjoyed making people laugh that was like the best thing i know like cracking jokes uh, saying slaying the shit just like making people laugh i always think that was the most funny the best thing in the world like okay laugh laughter and then, uh, like, uh, four years ago, I was like, oh, maybe I watched some comedy online. I was like, fuck, I want to try it. And then I didn't have the balls to do it. I was like, oh, I'm not going to do it. But I couldn't kick the thought. Mm. Like, it's just reoccurred, reoccurred. You got to try stand-up. You got to try stand-up. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I was like, basically, um, if I don't try, I'm going to regret so much later in life when it's too late. Mm. So I was like, okay, I gotta try it. And then I did it. Uh, I went to a place called Henriken, you know where it is, mm. on like a open stage, open mic. And I tried it and it's like, from the first second, I just like, I fell in love with it. Mm. And then like, ever since then, I just like bang, 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 try to do as many gigs as possible. Yeah. And I don't know, it just fills me with joy, I guess. I, I don't know how to articulate it, like yeah but it's it's such a rush i don't get that feeling from being on stage from anything else you probably know what i mean mm -hmm. and it's like it's almost like a drug i feel like yeah yeah so yeah i love it yeah, yeah. beautiful yeah i think that answers actually both questions okay yeah, 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 yeah. why you started what it means to you it's, yeah, yeah. it seems like it's something that like you just love doing yeah i love doing it yeah it's uh, and it's like a f it fills me with energy and yeah it gives like uh, like say it takes a lot out of you doing mm. comedy you gotta write stuff you bump you feel like shit but that uh, the negative effects can't compare to like what I get from doing stand-up comedy yeah uh, if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the lows yeah, aren't yeah. shit no, compared to the highs no 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 yeah and at this point, I have done so many shit gigs, like, as you got to do when you start out. Like, I did, <laughs> I did a gig at uh, Mir uh, down the street there. Yeah. And I was like, I was the first comedian on. Mm. I was like, okay, let's go. I have some new jokes. I think this will be funny. And I did five minutes, uh, nothing. It was six people in the audience. I was like, fuck, give me a crack a smile. <laughs> and then, the like, the MC goes on. It was like, talk to the audience. I was like, Oh, they're English exchange students. They don't speak Norwegian. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, so gigs like that, you, yeah, yeah. So you now, if I bomb, I was like, I don't want to bomb, but 
like it doesn't break my spirit or anything like that. Nah, no, 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 it can't. No, 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 no. no. And finally, Espen, if you have any advice to yeah. anybody that's thinking about doing comedy, like maybe they're comedy fans and they go, you know what, I'm kind of funny. I think this would be something to try. Maybe this is something for me. Do you have any advice for anybody who's thinking about starting doing to doing stand up? Just do it. Just go to. It's many clubs here in Oslo where you can do stand up right now. It's probably ten, fifteen places. So, just just do it. And there's that. Uh, yeah, just do it. Just go. Maybe one week see, like okay, this is what's going on here, and then just try it. The worst thing is can can happen. It's like uh, you go on five minutes, nobody laughs. Nobody's gonna remember that. Like it's not like you go down the street in Oslo and people are like, oh, that's the guy who bombed Lincoln last night. No. Nobody goes, gives a fuck. No. And uh, everybody has to go to uh, through like uh, not to get laughter. And yeah, just do it. Get your ass down to a comedy club and just try it out. Just bite the bullet and go yeah. for it. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta it. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you did it. Yeah, and I'm glad that we're friends. Of course. And you yeah. know, every time that I I do a show and you're there, yeah. I'm fucking so happy. Likewise. Yeah. And I just gotta say, like last time me and Inya did a gig together, I don't think I've seen anybody kill as hard as you did that night <laughs> like i think you could say like uh, the the audience loved you so much you can borrow i rape children and we get a standing ovation <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that was awesome yeah. thanks man yeah. so thanks for coming on the podcast Thank you thanks for, for being a good friend yeah. uh thanks for fucking being a legend yeah. and uh i really enjoyed this thank you i, I enjoyed it too bro yeah. i love you yeah you too all right okay bye see you mate yeah